0: Hello, all. This is Blonde-Haired Girl. I'm going to ask you again to not judge me for this. <laughs> I suppose this might be judge-worthy. <laughs> I I got on this um, perpetual wheel of watching Andrew Tate shorts on YouTube. I suppose that he's on all kinds of social media, but that's the place that I have been watching his material I'm very, very curious about this person. And bear with me for a minute on this. I, I, I am like, why am I so interested in him? Like as a, as a character study, you know, I, I just find him utterly fascinating. And so People are in just an upheaval about this guy as there's people that just hate him with venom <laughs> and I guess that he is he has started this this um feud with a young person greta i ca I don't know her last name but and I don't even know all the details about her. I get I get impressions about things and I and I I get like an initial feeling about something and I'm not even going to say that I that I, I okay this is what I'm going to say is that I understand that my feelings about something are somewhat irrelevant like like I don't know why I have this feeling and I don't know if it's right or wrong I don't know if it's ego, ego. I don't know what it is but a lot of times when a very, very young person gets up and does what this person, Greta, did, I I get a feeling about it. And I suppose that I feel like in some ways they're being used by a bigger... The fact that they got the opportunity, in fact, the fact that they, they... somebody had to help them get there and i and i feel like young people are sometimes used as a tool and i and i feel like she may have been and and so and i and this is a this is a product of ageism on my part this is my own bias is that i i really have a hard time listening and taking somebody that age seriously. I mean, every once in a while, somebody who's really young will come across my screen. And I, I'm... i Because it feels so authentic to me. And I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't bother me. But there was something about that whole thing with her that just kind of felt weird to me. And I'm... This is... I, I suppose I am making a judgment. So... Andrew Tate very in his own way, brazenly kind of took her on, I guess, on Twitter. And and then her response to him was something about penis size, I suppose, which is which is in some ways very cliche, like like she like really she couldn't come up with something like better than that and and i have to say like like for her age and for her her ideology she couldn't <clears throat> all men are being lumped into this this category if they have an opinion that is not popular to a certain type of person. And I'm going to say, you know, like, uh, like a very liberal feminist type of, of ideology. These, you know, oftentimes, you know, oh, well, you know, it comes down to a guy's penis size and <clears throat> um, and and this is just funny for a guy like Andrew Tate <clears throat> and so this lands him something about the pizza box i don't know all the details I, we we all, we, all, we don't know all the details we just get what we get and because of the the box that he was saying that he unrecyclable, he he was arrested in Romania and there have been allegations of child trafficking, sex trafficking which I guess would be really an easy target an easy thing to to pin on him because he has made money on sex workers he has had these i don't know what they are but like sex rooms and basically makes money off of girls selling sex and apparently the girls make a lot of money too so everybody wins right and i i actually don't have any problem with <laughs> Not that it even matters if I have a problem or not, but I just wanna make it clear that I I don't have a problem with people making a living on sex, which sounds really <laughs> and and when I've said this out loud to a to one of this type of person, a very left feminist type of person who would lump a man into his penis size in a fit of anger. It was like, how could you defend, basically prostitution? Like, how could you ever defend that? And then all these married men, and they're going and having sex. And I'm, I'm just like, just keeping that out of it. I, I actually, I mean, I just don't judge. And I, it's not, it's really none of my business how people live. It really is. I mean, as long as we're not hurting anyone, and the girls that are are not underage, they're a, a you know of consent consenting age. <laughs> it's maybe very unpopular of my my genre what I'm talking about right now. Anyway, <laughs> how did I get here? Um. So he he got arrested and. And he, he talks a lot about the matrix, which I, I identify with. And he said, the agents have got me and he, you know, he believe, is stating that he's innocent and he's being charged with things. Okay. So <laughs> then here's what happened on my, on my, on my TikTok feed. A whole lot of people that I follow that I get their content on a pretty regular basis are commenting, are commenting on this situation with Andrew Tate and, you know, are very, very happy that he's been taken down because he's just a disgusting person and, you know, and sex trafficking and they believe all of it. And, and, and I'm sitting here going, okay, what is going on with me that I'm like, I just don't really want to hear that. It's like, for some reason, the, all of their commenting. And I mean, it was like, it was like this whole series of all these people that I, that I see regularly that i I guess suppose I follow and their content is something that I, that I am consuming, okay, they are all like in talking about the same thing and talking about it in the same way that he is he is abhorrent, he's a terrible person, and I hope he rots in jail kind of kind of sentiment and and I'm sitting there trying to look at myself like why, why am I bothered by this? um I had the same response to. Every single time I hear anything about the damn vaccine, um, I have the same sentiment within myself. That, you know, these people um, really... And then lumping anyone who is anti-vax in with being Republican and a Trump supporter. Anyone who, who differs on their idea about certain things is is, I mean, honestly, it's like both sides of the coin. It's both sides of the coin. They're both just, like in some ways, radicalized to their idea and cannot entertain a thought outside of their own. So what about this guy? Just, just bothers people so much so I'm I'm watching and I'm consuming and I'm listening and I'm evaluating and I'm figuring this out and I I gotta tell you I can't my culture my religion uh, everything that I was raised in was toward monogamy everything I was raised in like talked about monogamy. But along with that, there also, it has been ingrained in me that men are not monogamous by nature. That they, they would prefer to have sex with lots of people, not just one. I'm not saying all men. I'm just saying that it's it's it is an issue and i don't quite understand it in the sense that i'm not a man and i don't have the same i mean i was raised and indoctrinated to be a faithful wife which is which is interesting because it is exactly what this guy andrew tate says that he desires so he wants he wants a girl who is a virgin who is going to be amenable agreeable he's going to come home and she's going to be his ray ray of sunshine he's going to be her his quiet place. She's going to be his quiet, like his sanctuary because his life is so incredibly hard. And, and so he's out there like hunting in the woods with all kinds of threats. And he wants to come home to his, his safe place with his virgin, person. I'm not sure wife. Um, and so I got to really thinking about this because this sexual abstinence was like ingrained in me as a young person. It was like by my church, by my parents, by my culture. I mean, the culture back when I was young really did push towards girls, and abstinence before marriage it did, and it still does to some degree, but not as much as it was when I was young and so so here is where here is where i i and 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 it's this is Okay, so he he has said that he is a, is a Muslim. He is, he is converted to, um, to Islam. And I had a feeling that he had, and I had, and then I had seen him like doing this prayer. I really think he may have converted to Islam, which is a religion where he can have multiple wives And it is encouraged. This is part of my, but see, what does it matter to me how other people live? If, if everyone, if like a, so, so if a girl is born into the Islam religion, she is raised that she will be one of many wives. She's not going to, she is not raised in a culture of monogamy. She does not have the expectation that her husband is going to be monogamous to her. She wasn't raised the way I was raised. And so him converting to Islam and then, you know, but here is where my, I'm, because one of the things for me that I have a really hard time with and I and I talked about this in a podcast a long time ago where I had to forgive myself for the desire for monogamy. I had to forgive myself. I had to understand, okay, this is just how I'm built. Because honestly, I can't but I am I have this part of me that I don't know that I'm necessarily proud of, but I I just like envisioning this person that I love that I share my body with. He shares his body with me and we are in a monogamous relationship. I mean, even if it's not a marriage, it's a monogamous relationship. And the thought of him sharing his body with someone else is so problematic for me. Like, like, I mean, like truly, I, I don't know in the future, like if I would necessarily get a divorce, but I don't know if I could ever be with them sexually. I I just don't. I I think it would, it's, it's like a deal breaker for me. I mean, it is. I, I, just once once I've I've entered into this this realm with someone you know under the under the idea that we would be monogamous the thought of them being with someone else is just and so I'd heard in a in an interview or one of the things that and he has said that he said if she cheats she's out so I feel like he's exactly the same way. But he he's the king. Like, I don't know, it's like top G. I don't really know what that means. I don't know if that's top guy. I don't know what top G means, but that's something that I've been hearing. And so he gets the luxury of having whatever he wants whenever he wants it and and i suppose it's all good as long as everybody is copacetic and i and and i don't really have any judgment about that i'm just saying that that's where i have a hard time with his his way of thinking that that it's okay for me, but it's not okay for her and and that I'm that like okay, so like me trying to say, okay, not that I really would desire because I don't really have the desire to have sex with a bunch of people. I mean, it's like the thought of that is like kind of repulsive to me, but whatever. Okay. So I enter into, into a sexual relationship with someone that is so much deeper for me. Like it is, it is, it is the, the, it is not, a trite or a a casual act, and at my age it has nothing to do with having babies anymore it's like that's not what i'm talking about but when i when I share my body with someone on that level and like there is an energy exchange, and <clears throat> And it's it's um and so I'm 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 not casual about this whatsoever in this time in my life. I'm just not, and it's gotten only worse in the last five years. It's gotten worse in in my thinking on this thing, and so. <laughs> And so I, I, I'm I like, I'm just trying to like figure this out because here's the thing. This guy has influence over like people, young men, not all of them. I mean, there's going to be like a whole section of men who are going to be repulsed by whatever he has to say. And part of that has to do with, that they have a completely different set of values. I mean, this guy, Andrew Tate values, but actually, when I've heard, I mean, he values family. He he has a really good relationship with his brother. He has a good relationship with his mother. His dad passed away, and it, obviously, he really loved his dad. I heard that they have a sister that lives in the U.S. that is, a feminist who probably would use the penis size argument (laughs) about her brothers. Um, I'm laughing. I'm just, I'm just being silly, but, but, but he does. He wanted to be rich. And then he found that in being rich, the, Having a lot of money allowed him to just do whatever he wanted. Just, I can do whatever I want. I can be with whoever I want. He said, this is what I heard in an interview. He said he has, somebody had asked, he has $350 million. And he said "But $20 million, he said, once you get $20 million, he said, you, you don't really need any more money after 20 million. He said, because at $20 million, you can just buy whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so do I need to, so there will be my, my goal, $20 million. <laughs> I'm laughing. I just think it's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, it's silly, um, Incidentally, and I just have to throw this in here just right now, just because I was, um, as I'm, I'm doing this, these, I'm trying to post every day on my different social media, one minute, quick, quick little blurbs. And yesterday I put on this one about the book, Eye of the Eye by David Hawkins, who is my guru. Um, and he but he it was so interesting I was like because I was like thinking about like doing one today because today I'll be doing another one and different books to suggest because I made three book suggestions and one of his was my book suggestion and I had just opened it up and it was talking about spiritual teachers and he said that spiritual teachers do not It's not for monetary gain. It's just not, he said, and it's actually not, there isn't an attachment to if somebody agrees with you or follows you or there isn't an attachment to them converting to your way of being. I mean, you can teach and they can learn, but if you have attachment to them following you or then it's he he basically kind of talks about it being a false teacher (laughs) but yeah but and so the monetary gain I just think that's interesting so looking at myself because I guess to some degree or another I consider myself a spiritual teacher so I'm like judging myself okay the fact that I I like money um and I and it is something that I, that I have, that I write about, like I put it out there to the universe, because I don't, money provides me with, with things that I, that I did not have when I did not have money, and that was the ability to just, there are many things to like, go to the events I wanted to to take care of my children in a manner I wanted to. But anyway, I'm going down a rabbit hole that I don't want to go down. I want to get back to that that Andrew Tate wanted to be rich. And he is, and it, and it affords him the luxury of saying being selective about the women who are swooning over him to one degree or another because he has no problem. Huh. And I got to get back to something he said here. Uh, I I better go down here right now or I'll forget. Um, So he has said that any woman could go out and find a guy who works a 95 job and would love her and make her his queen. That's what he said. He said, but girls don't want that. They want a top god G. And they want a guy like him supposedly and they're never going to have a guy like him because they're they got a huge body count. This is the whole thing. It has to do with a body count. Also, um having to do with how many women she's had sex with. <clears throat> and he said he did say that a lot of problems in the world would be solved if a woman had her body count on her forehead. Suggesting what I would say the equivalent of a scarlet A on her chest. <laughs> to try to say that the larger the body count, the, the, the larger the problems, I suppose, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But his body count, the male body count, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how sleazy he is, it doesn't matter how many women he just blah, blah, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I'm not that it that not that my opinion matters, but I just find that problematic. Cause I, I see, I see that men can be as slutty as women. Like, and I'm not even talking about, about the idea that men are not monogamous and women are like, but then there, you know, men are men, but like, I, I like, I can kind of see like slutty men. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so what is a slutty man to me? Like, you know, there's this, there's this guy in the town that I live in that I just, I just would never, like somebody had suggested that I date him or something. And I said, I, I said, and I quote, I would not touch that guy with a 10 foot pole. He's, he's slutty. And he was married. He was married and he had like two children and he went to the bar every day. And, and his, his wife was at home. Okay. And this this is, and this is, you know, and so, and he was like, I guess, sledding around, I guess, having affairs. I don't know. He eventually got a divorce and I think he remarried. I think, I don't even know how many times this guy has been married. I don't know why he gets married. I don't, I don't like, why do you get married when you, know and I would see him around town like with all these different women and you know to each his own I mean it's just I made a judgment I know we're not supposed to make judgments this guy's a slutty guy he's just a slut just like a female slut who (laughs) incidentally there's this church in the town I live in and um has a big cross and um And I, and I make the jokes like that is the church with like, there's these women that go to this church and they have affairs with married men. They just do. They have affairs with married men and they, they end up, you know, they're sometimes they're married. So these two married people are, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, for better or worse, I guess I just find it all just kind of gross. I just like, I want no part of this. I, I This is not what I want for my life. <laughs> and so, and so, back to Andrew Tate and his, and his, um, but anyway, I, the point is, is that I just, I really... Part of the point is is that young young men are are watching this, including my youngest son. He's watching Andrew Tate, and and you know he asked me what I thought of him because you know so many people hate him, and I she, he I think he expected me to hate him, and I said I well I I think that he's really interesting, and I think that he has a lot of valuable things to say about. Men, God, I got to say this, I got to say it right now or I'll forget. I'm sorry that I'm going all over the place. But when he talked about him wanting to come home to the safe place because his life is really hard, like people have no idea how hard his life is. You know, he has to walk around with an entourage of bodyguards because of his life. And the first thing that popped into my mind was have you ever spent a day with an infant? Have you ever spent a day with an infant? A baby that was completely vulnerable that you didn't know like they did you didn't know their cues? The baby's like screaming, okay, what do I do? Okay, so you feed them, you know, and then they fall asleep a little bit and they wake up, they're screaming, you know, oh, I have to change their diaper. I mean, you're trying to figure this out. And hour after hour with very, very, very little sleep. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like carried a baby in your womb and given birth. Like like I know it's like they talk about oh I've had, you know, this pain, 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 pain. Okay. Have you ever given birth? Carried a baby in your body for nine months and then given birth and then cared for an infant day in and day out, all night long. They're screaming. One o'clock three o'clock, sometimes all night long, all day long. Have you ever done that? Do you have any concept of, of... And so, and then you want to come home to a little ray of sunshine? (laughs) The woman who is caring for your baby... I'm just saying, and a lot goes to the wayside, like, like laundry, dishes, meals, your, your entire focus is on that child. So you're going to have to hire her a bunch of helpers because if you want little Miss Ray of sunshine at home, <laughs> she's going to need some massive help. Like, I, I just think. I, I think part of the issue is just this, this one-sided vision, you know. So, just giving my circumstance that that because I, I, you know, I, I internalize all this, and I am like, I am listening, and it's like, you know, I, I really, I mean, I hear that, I hear that those times when my husband came home, and I was fraught with problems. Okay, but, and yes, he was out in the world making his living, you know, providing for us, providing a roof over my head. It wasn't a shared roof. It was his roof. Um, It wasn't a shared roof. I have to put that, I have to point that out. Okay. And making his living with his separate accounts. So I'm living in his house In his separate accounts, and I'm taking care of four children. Have you taken care of four children for a day? Like a whole day, a whole week, a whole month. Summertime when there's no school. Like and and you know what kids do in summertime when there's no school? They fight. (laughs) they fight, they fight a lot. So you're like putting out fires all day (laughs) so they don't kill each other. (laughs) And I'm just saying. And so, so, you know, in hindsight, I could have, I could have been a little bit more and I'm not sure how naggy I was. I don't know. I don't know what he, you know, what his would be of me as a wife. I have no idea. Um, I really don't know. Um, but I like, so in future, okay. So future going into my future, like what I would like to have in my life, I would like to be that. I would like to remain that, but there's a lot of stuff that's not going on in my life now that was in the years that Andrew Tate is talking about he's talking about a younger woman the mother of his children <clears throat> and and I'm and I'm just saying that it's not always feeling like smooth sailing in real life and and the the juxtaposed of of a husband going out and having to face the world and and the wife staying home and facing the domestic responsibilities while they're different they're both challenging And this acceptance that 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 one is not necessarily harder than the other. Necessarily. And I say all of this when I have never been a top G. I haven't. But I have had to be a single mom for many years. Which is a whole other thing that I've heard about on social media. <laughs> on, on these reels. <laughs> But anyway, I guess my, my, the short of it is that I don't really have anything. I, I don't necessarily see him, Andrew Tate, as some, the, the same way that a lot of people do. I, I really, I, I can see different sides of him that I think that most people don't know him at all. Um, and I think and i think he's pretty complex or maybe not complex but he but he presents himself as as kind of kind of a hard individual but i'm not really sure that he is um but i'm i i really and i don't know why i just i really cannot see that guy involved in sex trafficking of minors I don't know if it's true or not, these allegations against him. I I try to keep an open mind. I could see him being arrested. I could see conjured up charges. I I can see all of that. I, I don't know what's going on. But I think in his paradigm that it's just a different paradigm than mine. And I'm willing to allow him his. I was thinking before I did this about a Bible verse. I'm not huge into the Bible, but there's this Bible verse about being married in heaven. And Jesus said, people are not married in heaven. So there are different paradigms, a dimension away from us, a timeline away from us where people don't live in these. It's just not the same where where I mean maybe they form families, but like even tribes on the planet that I've heard of that i mean a woman uh, the female has multiple men and and the marriage idea or the the nuclear family idea is just not their way of being it's not their culture and so i'm willing to accept that i am hugely indoctrinated into my own ideas and and i and i am able to allow other people to live the way that they want to live as long as they're not hurting anyone and and i just to each his own <laughs> But anyway, (laughs) oh, gosh, Um, I sure appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.